0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So hello, and as I start this uh, last talk on introduction to mindfulness meditation, um, and uh, considering that this is the last of 25, I'd like to say that um, I plan to continue with this kind of uh, series uh, starting next week. And maybe we'll call this uh, Intermediate Mindfulness or Introduction to Mindfulness Part Two. Um, But I think that uh, uh, there's much more to to say that kind of builds on what we've done so far and at, and all at the heart of mindfulness practice. And for today, um, the in a sense, maybe it's poignant at the very end, and also in the end where that this coming to a conclusion, that all things must end. That all things come to um, uh, a time when they are not there, uh, except saved on the internet. But all things are, are not there. And... Um, and that that what follows that, the end of things, is an absence. And that absence, of course, can lead us to loneliness and sadness and grief, all kinds of things when things come to an end and we miss them or we love them. And there's also something very poignant in absence that uh, we can find sometimes in this practice. Um, maybe it depends on what the absence is, But one of the key absences we're looking for in the Dharma is the absence of suffering. And when that absence is there, uh, then um, uh, if uh, that absence is there, then uh, that is sweet or that is freeing. That's uh, very nourishing to feel our existence without suffering as part of it. And so, one of the things that we want to be attuned to when we do mindfulness and recognize is, in fact, absence. Um, uh, there's a very strong uh, set instruction in mindfulness practice to pay attention to what is happening, but what is happening is uh, is certainly the you know central to this enterprise. But uh, what we really want to look at is um, not not really, but we want to also include. Um, when some things are no longer there, so if we're no, caught up in distracted thinking and it just goes on and on, and then when it's absent, when it stops finally, uh, don't just don't go on to the next happening. Take time to register, oh, that feels good. How it's good, that absence of thinking. If you're filled with anger and the anger dissipates and disappears, take time to register the goodness of that absence what's available, what it feels like to have that absence. And absence doesn't make for a very sharp um, object of attention. Uh, it's more amorphous, or diffuse, or, um, you know, it's uh, almost uh, bordering on imagination. You know, We know, we rem- remember in our imagination and memory that something was there, and not here now. Uh, there's tension in our bodies that we carry And now if the tension, the tightness in the body dissolves, there's the absence of that tension. And how does the body feel then without it? Um, And um, so the, um, um, so as we sit and meditate for being mindful of what is, part of what is, is absence. And some of the qualities of absence that uh, can stand out, sometimes really loud in a sense, really strongly, is uh, uh, an absence that is uh, this marvelous sense of silence in the mind. The mind is not thinking so much or thinking at all. A marvelous sense of stillness. Uh, I love the image of uh, a very still, quiet morning lake uh, before the sun rises and, and there, all the animals and birds are quiet and no wind. And it's just so peaceful and still. Sometimes you can feel that inside. And sometimes um, <clears throat> there's the uh, the absence of um, of claustrophobic objects, all this stuff happening and sensations and this and that. And there's a sense of spaciousness and awareness. And... Um, a lot of thinking makes the mind claustrophobic, maybe. And, but the spacious mind has lots of room. And the nourishing part of the stillness, silence, and spaciousness, I associated with uh, when there's softness as part of it, or diffusiveness as part of it, um, where there's not a lot of constructs of self, and um, where there even self, uh, self-centeredness, self-concern drops away. Just kind of a selfless quality in it. And this uh, absence of self concern, affer- absence of self referencing, affer- ab- absence of selfing, constructing a self, being a self, con- measuring everything according to the self, a kind of feeling of, an uh, experience of absence of self even, uh, is also soft and wonderful and peaceful. And an absence as. Um, a quality of um, freedom in it. And this absence is, uh, is uh, can be, all, this, all these wonderful absences can be experienced in mindfulness itself. When mindfulness is just kind of a clear awareness of what is, in that clear awareness, clear almost like the clarity itself, um, you can see is the clarity is absence of of smudges, absence of ob- obstacles to see, and in that clarity, then there's abs- absence of noise, absence of agitation, absence of contraction. In the clarity of mind, that is mindfulness. When mindfulness is really strong and cent- centered, um, it's it's characterized by these absences, which are almost synonymous with freedom a sense of clear independence, where mindfulness is, knows what's happening, but in knowing it is independent of what is happening, not entangled, not caught, not reactive. And that absence of being caught, the absence of being entangled, the freedom of suffering that's there. This is one of the great experiences that mindfulness can bring. And what's wonderful about this is that this kind of freedom, this kind of experience, in a certain way is portable. You can bring it with you into the world. And when the experience of freedom is strong enough, then you probably always have a reference point. Maybe it's, uh, it's, you know, we're too busy sometimes to notice it, but just to be able to turn towards it and say, ah, there's that freedom, there's that refuge of stillness, spaciousness, silence, softness. This refuge of freedom right there, here, it's with me. And, uh, and then mindfulness becomes a wonderful nourishment that promotes greater and greater freedom. So, thank you for being part of this 25-session, Introduction to Mindfulness. And I hope this has supported you. Some of you have probably been practitioners for a long time. And, um, and maybe um, uh, either some of you are more beginners and some of you are experienced beginners. Either way, I hope that the introductory uh, instructions is useful for everyone. So thank you. And uh, I saw that I, I put the. I'll do it again here with the chat for our community meeting, the the link, and um, and somehow that's. I I see that it appeared, but um, and I saw other people put links too to it. So if you sc- scroll up, hopefully you can see it. And um, but if you don't uh, not connected to. Uh, the chat for YouTube, you'll find the link on the IMC uh, homepage. Uh, On the bottom right, there's a section called What's New. And there it says, uh, you know, uh, YouTube Community Meeting. And if you click on that, you'll get the, you'll see the link there. And, um, and I'll be there in uh, just a couple of minutes now. And for those of you who don't want to go or don't know how to find your way to the YouTube, to the Zoom, um, uh, we'll uh, remain here broadcasting on YouTube. So you can just continue. Uh, and um, and if we do a breakout group uh, for the Zoom people, then I'll just stay here and maybe I can uh, chat with a few of you that are here on, on uh, YouTube. So thank you very much.